a musical adventure. New artists, new musicians, and everyone involved in the world of music. Live from Music City, Nashville, Tennessee, this is J-Rod Concerts the Podcast with your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Let's find out what we have this episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new episode of J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. This is our final episode from 30A Songwriters Festival in Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Once again, thank you to everybody at 30A for having us over, the Cultural um, Arts Alliance of Walton County, uh, Jennifer Lynn Steele, Russell Carter, and everyone, thank you for having us over. Um, before we get to today's guest, ladies and gentlemen, we have so much great stuff coming this year. Um, some cool stuff we've announced on the pod, uh, on the socials this week. We will be covering um, the Midland cruise in April. So um, we'll be tagging along with, uh, with the boys of Midland, friends of the show, Jamie Wyatt, um, Nikki Lane. Uh, who else is in there? Um, gosh, I'm, I'm blanking out. Um, Caitlin Butts, uh, Orville Peck. So we're going to be going out with them to sea in April. Uh, that's just one of many. We'll be going back to Floyd Fest. We're going to be going back to the wonderful uh, Bear Shadow in North Carolina. We have a packed year, South by Southwest. Long story short, make sure you follow us on our socials at JROT Concerts Media, also on YouTube, TikTok, because we have a lot of cool stuff coming all across the interweb. So we thank you for, for your support. Now, today's guest, ladies and gentlemen, she has a very special place in her heart. Because when J-Rod Concerts podcast was an infant, she was one of our first guests. Ladies and gentlemen, Vanessa Peters, live from 30A. Vanessa Peters, um, she is from Texas, but she lives in Italy. And she has carved out a really prolific and beautiful career. Tremendous songwriter. Um, her latest album uh, came out already, wow, already almost two years ago. It's called Modern Age. came out in 2021. And uh, she's getting ready to release a new one, actually. Uh, and it's going to be great. It's called Flying on Instruments. She performs the first single here on this show right now, halfway through. Um, she has a great other great albums like Foxhole Prayers. She's got a great one of covers called Mixtape, where she covers everything from Joy Division to, oh, gosh, Sister Golden Hair, if I'm remembering. You know, um, it's just great. It's just great. Um, so, yeah, happy to have Vanessa back on the show. She's going to be on tour, VanessaPeters.com. And uh, let's get on with it. Vanessa Peters on J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Vanessa Peters, <laughs> welcome to 38 Songwriters Festival. Thank you. In Florida. First festival of the year. Yeah, first show of the year. First show of the year. First show in a long time. Okay, and it's yeah. perfect way to start the year, right? It is, actually. It's a yeah. really nice way. It's kind of like a nice chill vibe. Not a lot of craziness going on. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. By the way, you have a great new album coming out in February, right? Yes, February 23rd. Yes, super. I mean, I, I got a chance to preview it, and it's phenomenal. Thank you. And I want to ask you about it, but first, I'd be rem I have to congratulate you because the Texas Rangers thought of you. Yeah. Thought of you when that many, happened. Many people thought of me, which, which made me happy. Yeah, <laughs> I was like completely neutral, and then I'm like, wait, Vanessa is from Arlington. That'll do it. Right. That will but make me. Now you're a Rangers fan. Yeah. At least for one one series. Absolutely. So were you like staying up in, in Italy watching the game? I didn't actually. Okay. I, uh, it's just, it would have been like four o'clock in the morning. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm a fan, but even I have my limits. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> but I did, you know, roll over every morning first thing, check the 
check the score at six o'clock in the morning. Of course, of course. Just like, okay, I'm gonna have a good day. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. My phone exploded actually. Like the morning I woke woke up after I had won. You know, I had like so many text messages from from friends all over the world <laughs> like excited for me which was cute you, yeah i mean they posted photos of little vanessa little ham with the little hat yeah yeah all the suffering all that stuff <laughs> anyway so vanessa applied for instruments is the name of the new album and you know i was listening to it all this morning and correct me if i'm wrong but gosh i mean i feel like your songwriting and your vocal prowess and, and your vocals are almost like better than ever i mean I, i've always loved you in modern age. no tell me from, I, well i'm not gonna correct you because modern age modern age I, I love all of them i mean yeah. your whole discography is pretty amazing i mean you're pretty prolific at this point it's but i just feel like you're better than ever you're at the top of your game in every way thank you do you feel like that uh i i hope so i mean i i try not to think about those sorts of things because, no no because then it's like if then then it's it's time you for the next record because then you're like well if that was the best one i ever made then how can i ever how can i top it yeah you know so i try not to like play favorites or think think yeah. okay now i'm the best i'll ever be because then I, I i do find it creates a little bit of writer's block for next time but i'm happy that you think that <laughs> i mean yeah absolutely feedback to, it's, it's so, phenomenal it's yeah. a phenomenal not not a bad song nine songs amazing let me ask you about blind curves uh one of my favorites yeah. for many reasons uh, first of all, I, God, it's just so descriptive of so many beautiful things and so many, so, so many. It got me thinking, Vanessa, of uh, what makes you so special. And one of the things that makes you really special, I think, is that you create, you've created life on your own terms. Yeah, you've created life on your own terms, um, and it's not easy. Uh, I, and uh, a lot of our creative friends and a lot of the people that are, that do cool stuff take those risks. And uh, yeah, I mean, you talk about it. I mean, you you moved away from Texas from your family. You moved away from from your sister, and um, you know, you took a lot of risks, and that's why you're kicking ass. But let me ask about that. Like, have you always been kind of like that risk taker? No, that's what's funny. I don't think that I was when I was younger. I mean, I guess I'd have to ask my parents if they agree or disagree with that. But I feel like I was a, a pretty normal kid on a pretty normal path for most of, you know, elementary school, junior high, high school college and then um I think at a certain point I just I was definitely an overachiever and I was man I graduated college when I was 20 and I was like gonna go to grad school and do this that and the other and I took a took some time off because I just I was tired of like always nose to the grindstone you know and I and I, I wanted to do something interesting and I, I had done study abroad in Italy Okay. And I was really captivated by the country and I wanted to maybe learn the language. I don't really know exactly what it was I thought I wanted to do. I didn't yeah. have this grand plan to like move there and change my life or whatever. Yeah. But um, I just went there the summer after I graduated college and I, I started learning the language. And that's when it really when I started playing guitar in earnest and when I started writing songs for the first time. And I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. But even then, I mean, I went back to the States and I got a regular job and decided to apply to grad schools and you know i was still kind of being normal <laughs> but then like i i mean i think the more i traveled i went back to italy several more times i ended up meeting some other musicians formed a band with them yeah and it all just kind of happened in a very organic way i mean i definitely didn't set out to i think that's kind of one of the things that's held me back because like i didn't i didn't really set out to be a musician i don't have that many contacts in the music industry i don't like i don't know the nashville scene i don't really 
I lived in Austin, but for like six months when I yeah. first started playing music. So I don't, okay. I mean, I don't, I don't even really, and because I sort of developed as a musician overseas, I didn't really make a lot of contacts over yeah. and stuff. So I just kind of did it my own way, but, um, cause that was the, that was the only avenue available to me that I, that I could see, you sure. know, um, and I, I don't know, it's, it's funny, like the the more I did it, the more it seemed impossible to go back to anything that people would consider a, a normal life. Right. You know, the more I was, like, the more I was in Italy, the more I was on the road playing shows, the more I was kind of got used to not having a, a day. I mean, I've always had day jobs. I have day jobs even now mm-hmm. from time to time. Uh, music doesn't pay the bills. But right. um, just like, I guess once I broke out of that mold of set my alarm, wake up at this time, do these things, come back home, do whatever. It it just seemed oppressive to go back to doing that, you know. Yeah. So I just never had. <laughs> you just never did. I mean, I still do it from time to time, obviously, but um, it's just not who I am anymore. Yeah. And that's I, inspiring. Kind of a badass, if I may say so. Let's, <laughs> thank you. You know, thank my you. words. Um, you know, one, you made a really cool post on social media recently about mindfulness mm-hmm. to start the year. I thought that was powerful, Vanessa, because you know you talk about how. Maybe like you want to spend a little less time with the screen, mm-hmm. a little more time smelling the flowers, kind of like seeing the the, the beauty in everyday miracles. Kind sure. of thing. Um, where did this breakthrough come from? Because you're so organized, I know you, and such a Virgo. You know everything's like Virgo. spreadsheets, colors. I'm <laughs> sure like everything is like so. But where did this like kind of like you know what I'm gonna I'm in this place in my life. I want to put more effort into being in nature mm-hmm. and kind of connecting with that. I think it was probably a gradual thing. I don't think there was one day I just woke up. Um, I think I had been feeling that way for a while. I mean, even in in modern age, it talks about like um, we're operating at surge capacity and like and, and we're and we're we're running on a drained battery. Yeah. Like those are all things I've been feeling for a long time. Just right. like it's all it's all too much sometimes. What the expectations we put on ourselves, and that's very true also of anybody that works. Like the flip side of what we were talking about earlier, it's great that I'm, you blaze your own path and do your own thing. But when you do, and I'm sure you know this as well, it's like when you have your own business, you you often don't ever sign off. Oh, God, yeah. You know, you get texts all night long or emails so that you feel like you have no, to do right yeah. now. And so it is, and I said something to my husband about that the other day. I'm like, how do normal people have time to do anything? And he was like, well, normal people come home and like mm-hmm. they're done with work. They're yeah. home now. And now they're home for 12 hours until they get up in the morning and go back to work you know and on the weekends they don't work necessarily like maybe they hang out with their friends or you know go to their kids soccer practice or whatever it is that yeah quote unquote normal people do like i wake up every morning even on saturdays and sundays and start working yeah, yeah you know yeah. and then i'm sometimes i'm like that's dumb why am i doing this like i could but it i literally i don't have anyone that's making me do it i could just close my computer and go outside right you know and uh and so on New Year's Day, we just went for a nice walk. It was actually kind of terrible weather, but there was like this one hour window where it was kind of okay. So we were like, let's take the notes and just go for a walk. And um, I think just on that walk, I just sort of realized like I've, I've got to be better about if I look outside and the sun has come out. You know what? Whatever I'm doing can probably wait. Probably like wait. I just yeah. go outside for a minute and just reboot because it's amazing what just what a short 20 minute walk or, you know, just being outside, breathing fresh air just makes such a difference yeah. in your mood and your your outlook on the rest totally. of the day. You You're know? always in such great state, though. Ah, I don't know. Yeah. I'd say I was great. like a raging yeah. monster because I couldn't get the battery that I needed, and I was like really? freaking out. In fact, I was driving around thinking, "Why am I in such a bad mood?" It's like it. Or you fooled us. I, well, I got yeah. over it. <laughs> but 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 you know what? It, it does relate to, to to the new album. 
because I do I do sense uh, you know that there is I think just like a, a calmness to it in a very beautiful way like a, there's not and, and I say this obviously very respect like there's not like a rage it's not like a political album it's not yes. it's not an album where you are where you're raging against the machine no pun intended mm -hmm. you know what I mean it's it, I feel like you're just kind of like very present with your feelings with your story with who you are and you know you've always been very upfront about uh, you know very outspoken about everything from streaming royalties that epic TED talk that people mm -hmm. can watch on YouTube wonderful uh, to to you know politicians and all, both parties and hypocrisy and all that stuff is it is it uh, is it more that you're just kind of giving less of your emotional power to things that you can't control or is it you just don't want to put it in the music that's a great question um maybe a bit yeah i i actually feel like a foxhole prayers was the first time i ever was overtly political in music mm -hmm. um prior to that my songs were all like much more sort of about introspection and my emotional turmoil whatever that particular turmoil that i was going through was at yes. the time you know um, and then Foxhole Prayers, I definitely got sort of overtly political for the first time. Mm. Um, and then, and that sort of bled over into modern age as well. I think on this this record, I wrote a lot of these songs at a time where it was sort of like, um, I mean, I guess political upheaval has been with us now for several years. But for, for me, in my mind, like the end of 2021 and the beginning of 2022 was a, a little bit quieter of a time, sure. politically speaking, compared to now, for example. And um, so I think that was part of it. And I also was struggling personally with like, we were considering selling our house in Texas and moving parentally to Italy. And so that was kind of a, you know, a big step, big even step. though I had spent a lot of time back and forth, just sort of the idea of really being in one place or another was kind of a big deal. And, um, you know, a, a lot of us dealt with a lot of loss in 2020 and 2021 sure. because of COVID, sure. um, both from people literally losing loved ones but also just like missed opportunities um missed time with friends and family just spending a lot of time on your own you know kind of makes you think about all of those about the time slipping away and the things that you are missing mm -hmm. and i think all those things are probably just very heavy on my on my mind and on my heart when yep. i was writing the record and uh it's definitely that's funny because i my knee jerk is to be like oh it's very depressing and my husband is always like it's not a depressing record he's like so you shouldn't call it that he was like it's it's empathetic and it's introspective, yeah. but it's not depressing. And I do, I do think he's probably right. When I go back and listen to the songs, I'm like, it's not that they, it's not that they're depressing, but they are heavy because the, I was wrestling with a lot of heavy things. Sure, you know, fair, fair. but they were more things that I felt in my heart and fewer that I felt in my brain. Mm -hmm. Just sort of where the political rage, you know, that right. Sure, that lives in your heart and your gut, but that's also like things that irritate you from a logical point of view. When you're like, why can't people see that this is this or whatever? That's different from like things that you're you feel in your heart. That's a good point. I think this record, you're more in your heart yeah. as in your head. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Amazing. Sure. Well, I think you're gonna play a song for us, <laughs> and, and you got a super busy schedule yep. at 38. But let me let me ask you one more question, Vanessa. What what was this thing about? You had to trademark your name. Oh, like oh my god! Was they, allowed to curse on your absolutely like such what fucking bullshit? Ah, what was that? talk about things that are living your yeah, yeah, yeah. rage pit and you just said your mindful and I was like okay like, right give us a my mindfulness is well I mean so it's still ongoing I don't know basically um, this is a thing that it's also funny that happened to me because I'm 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 not famous I'm not I don't even see why an I an AI bot would 
whatever, whoever writes these scripts, it's hard for me to understand why they would target me mm -hmm. from anybody else. But anyway. It's a they, great name, Vanessa Peters. Is it? I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty cool name, if I may say so. The AI bot heard it, and they were like, we just want to be a part of this. Um, <laughs> yeah, so they write these scripts where they um, take well-known song titles. In my instance, it was like Jolene and, Can't, and Keep On Loving You and several other songs from other artists. Mm -hmm. And they and it's just like ambient sort of electronica music. It's all computer programmed, as best as I understand. It's not actually composed by any per person, you know. And um, they pair it with a name of a pre-existing artist. And they, which is, by the way, I mean, anybody can release records as Vanessa Peters if they're, they don't even have to be, you know, name Vanessa Peters. You could tomorrow decide that you want to release the records of Vanessa Peters, and I can't stop you if I don't have a trademark. Mm -hmm. That's fine. That's your new artist name. So sure. congratulations, Vanessa, too, you know. But there's no reason that you would ever do that. Right. Because it, you would be setting yourself up for headache. Sure. For confusion, right? So uh, when it first happened, I was like, well, that's weird. Why did this person even, I mean, not like I'm so important, but I, I How have. How you find out? Did someone tell you? No. Nope. I had to go on Spotify to go look for, um, like, a, I had to copy a URL, URL from a Spotify track for something. I think yeah. it was actually for 38. I think it, they were like, submit, give us a song for the playlist. Right. So I went to the Spotify and went to go copy the URL, and I see this new release from Vanessa Peterson. I was like, well, that's weird. And so the irritating thing was that it was on my page. Vanessa Peters and I was like well okay great how do I decouple this from my page so I started and also what is what music is this what is this so I go I click on it and I'm like oh my god this is not even real this is not a real person because the, the more I delved deeper into it it was this person had no Instagram they had no website they had no social media presence well, yeah. it wasn't a real it was just my, my name with his song attached to it what an inconvenience yeah and so the more I dived into it um I you know I filed complaints with Spotify and Apple Music whatever else they can't do anything because they're that person's not infringing on they're not claiming to be you they're just that's just the name they've chosen wow and so the only thing you can do is like on apple you can file a request for them to remove it from your profile okay to just separate it as this is not me that artist it's a different artist um and i finally got most of those working every now and then it still pops up on some places but like on spotify it seems to have been removed okay but um my understanding is the only thing i can do to fight it and even then i can't really fight it but if i trademark my name then i could at that point file like trademark infringement if this yeah. person continued to release oh, wow. music that way good times but it was wild and it's still ongoing i mean i don't have the trademark yet like it that takes months and months mm -hmm. and months to get and it's weird having to prove who you are because i'm married now i have a different last name and i had to go through all this rigmarole proving that i am vanessa peters and i'm like I get that you have enough things to do. Right, exactly. It was just like hours and hours out of my my life that I'll ever get back. And for what? For a computer program. It wasn't even... I mean, wow. Yeah. That's funny a little bit. It is funny a little bit. Yeah. And now this person or persons or whatever is happening, they're targeting people. They've created a page on Facebook, mm -hmm. but it's not a... It's it's like a, a regular person's profile. It's not a business or a brand or right. whatever. And they've started messaging my followers. They go to my page... They see the people that are like top fans and they message them. And like they tried to get this one guy in the Netherlands to uh, buy tickets to a secret pop-up show. Mm. And luckily he was smart enough to email me and say, did you did you try to sell me these tickets? And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so he sent me screenshots and I filed a takedown thing with Facebook. And they said that there's nothing that they can do, that this person's not, oh. not uh, violating their terms of service. I was like, they're literally creating fraud. Yeah. Pretending to be someone else and take money from other people. How does that not violate your terms of service yeah. again? Good Welcome to the modern age. 
I mean, what? Welcome to know, the modern age. It's ridiculous. Yes. Yeah. And that's why I wrote songs that are about, you know, totally different things. Because I'm yeah. sure as hell can't fix any of that. Thanks I mean, for aligning us with the bullshit. Woo! Yeah, you're going to need to turn that later. Sorry, listeners, but... Amazing, Vanessa. Well, you know, it's so great to catch up, and uh, yeah. thanks for coming and, yeah. you know, telling us your great stories, and we can't great wait. Great to finally meet you in person. I know. I know. It's wild we had it. Yeah. Uh, but it, yeah. We've been internet buddies now for four years. I know. So well. Four years. Wow. Yeah, if you want to play a song for us, I think we'd be honored. I'll play the new single. came out today. Okay, what's the name? It's called Halfway, Halfway Through. And I'll keep playing it, and the longer I play it, you know, I'll be, like, living to 120. Anyways. I wrote it when I turned 40, so it was like, you know, halfway through a year. This is the new single, uh, first single from the new record. It's called Halfway Through. How much time did I
So good to hear you live. Oh, my God, Thank the you. best. Thank you, Vanessa. <laughs> Absolutely. It was a pleasure. Have a great 38. Okay, you too. Thank you. Hi, everybody. Thanks for watching. Subscribe here for the latest from the show. Also, be sure to check out more of the best clips from j Concerts Media. You have been listening to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Thank you for tuning in.